And we are live. Hello, everybody. And uh, welcome back to the Fandom Lauren Club here on a Friday. Fando Friday on Apocalypse Movies. The last for a while. Uh, we are here to discuss the uh, season finale of the Bad Batch titled Camino Lost. Uh, and it is the typical crew back in fashion for the final episode. Uh, Gio's back. Hardworking man this week is uh, putting in some hours and he has graced us with his present for the next 45 minutes or whatever. He works hard for um, the man. He does. He does. And so, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, the season finale of The Bad Batch and diving into all of it here in just a little uh, little bit. Boys, how are we doing? It's Friday. Weekend's upon us. Gio, I'll start with you, man. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, you nailed it, man. I'm uh, I'm back to work, back at my day job. Um, first time in over a year, and I'm just, oh, man. It's like, uh, you guys remember in Logan when Hugh Jackman was running, and then he was, like, out of breath, and then he needed the green. Like, I don't have the green, but I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, because the since the last time I've been to work, I celebrated two birthdays, and it's just... I feel it. So, anyways, <laughs> to be fair, whenever I run, I'm out of breath. So, I'm used to it. <laughs> All right. Well, Brian, how are you doing? Uh, good. It's Friday. Very happy. Might be checking out my new place tomorrow. Fingers crossed. Oh, uh, uh, hopeful. I need to because I've got only like 17 days to figure find one so uh yeah good day good day it's good yeah it's friday so the weekend is here uh and we get to start it in style by talking about some star wars even if it is the last one for a little bit that we will be discussing here on the channel um yeah so we're here we're, we're finally here gentlemen it's the season finale we were able to watch it uh title Camino loss picks up right after the events of the previous episode um and we see our our boys and girl uh, in action as they are trying to escape Camino as it is being uh, shot into the sea by the Empire. Um, and I, I'll just I'll kind of start and I want to get I want to get general impressions, obviously, before we kind of dive into specific things. I will be honest, I was a little underwhelmed by it. Um, just strictly because it was a season finale, right? Uh, you expect some things to happen, especially after how big the previous episode was. But also, that's that's just on me for having those expectations. Um, I don't think that the episode was bad. I think that it was just a little underwhelming for a, a season finale. And I've actually, and I'm not taking credit for this whatsoever, but I've heard some people talking, and that's a perfect example. This felt like a mid-season finale, not a season finale. Uh, it felt like there was going to be something that came right afterwards, uh, whether it be an episode or a few. Uh, but that doesn't take away from the episode being a great episode. I think it was a great episode. I just thought it was a very strangely placed finale for a show that we won't see for a full year. But those are my thoughts. I mean, you said pretty much it all. That's exactly how I feel. Like, I, I felt like I was writing this, like, roller coaster and then it just kind of went like okay it's over bye it's like oh okay that that okay and i just finished it like oh baby ray uh i just finished it like 10 minutes ago me too yeah so i 
I was pumped. Like, not going to lie. Like, my adrenaline was flowing the first, like, five minutes. And then it just kind of was like, oh. Okay. See you next year. Like, that. that's literally, like, how I felt. Like, it kind of... Like I said, like, this... I probably liked this series the least, I feel like. I was just kind of like, okay. Like, was this needed at times? Maybe. And then the end kicked off and it was like all right yes season two let's go this puts me right back into like okay i'll watch it when it comes out like that's what i feel like now well i think everyone's gonna watch it when it comes out yeah i know but like i'm the excitement that i had like from the last two episodes is completely gone and i that's something i want to get into because i i i think i have a good i'm not going to say like it's the reason but I have a good counter argument as to why it might've been like that. But Gio, what about you, man? You haven't spoken up too much about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I largely agree with you both. Um, I don't know. Like this was the 16th episode. I felt like mm-hmm. Filoni made a perfect 15 episodes, but Disney was like, no, the agreement was for 16 episodes. Like, he had to write <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. Like, you know how those, uh, sagas usually have like a part one and a part two ending it felt like it was flipped they gave us the part two and then we saw the part one as a finale like that's for me that's just how it felt um i got the sense it was a bit anticlimactic you know all season it was like okay crosshair and uh the bad batch okay they're like it's about to go down and it didn't really go down you know uh it's it's like, okay, we'll continue this in season two. Uh, it gave us more teases, though. I'm sure we'll talk about it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, Star Wars fans are definitely going to watch season two. I don't know if this series made new Star Wars fans. Uh, but we can talk about that as, you know, we talk about the episode and, I guess, the season uh, since it did wrap up. General thoughts, yeah. So, um, I, because good we, point. Uh, Sorry, we, no, you're fine. Uh, about the new fans, Brian. Is that what you were? Yeah, no, I, it's funny because right after you said that, I went like, "That's kind of true." Like, I think Omega is the only thing coming out of this being like, okay, people are fans of her because she's she, right. She's a merchandise for young girls, etc. But outside of that, you're right. Like, there wasn't like. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't something like that screams new Star Wars fans like Rebels created or Clone Wars created or anything. Yeah, I immediately. Well, when he said that, I immediately thought like how like with Shaw, our friend, like when we tell him to watch certain things. We've been trying to get him to watch Clone Wars and Rebels, just like we've been trying to get Geo, but we're not going to go to him and be like, you got to watch that. Yeah, I, I, I with this one, I was just. I would kind of be like, I mean, you can watch it. You're probably not going to be like, oh, this is amazing. But, I mean, he'll love, uh, people will love the first episode, think it's amazing, and then it'll just kind of like, mm-hmm. and that's that's for a extreme, like, like an extremely casual fan. Yeah. So. And there's, it's, it's funny because typically with season finales, like, we want to spend as much time as possible. There's not really like a lot to talk about with this episode. There really isn't. Like, there's some moments that we're obviously going to get into, but there's not really, like, stuff that we need to, like, take time to, t- to talk on or to take time to talk about, I should say, 
But I, what I wanted to start with is you, know, you guys have talked about how um, it just kind of happened, right? It didn't really get you excited. It, it was just an episode that kind of just like flowed through. Um, and this is just a counter argument and just to kind of start a conversation here. But sure. a large portion of this season hasn't focused so much on the outer storyline as much as it has its characters. It's more so than Rebels and more so than the Clone Wars. Those series had direct stories that they were telling, right? Like Clone Wars is all, all about leading into episode three and eventually uh, right in the middle of episode three. Rebels, yes, it was about characters, but it was lar a large portion of like this gap of time where these ex-Republic fighters were trying to build what eventually became the Rebellion. With Bad Batch, there's no real giant storyline in this series that says, okay, that needs to be the focus. It's more so a character-driven story. Whereas the story centered around the characters rather than the characters centering around the stories. And this episode specifically, sure, like the characters were placed in a setting where Kamina was falling. Empire had taken it out. You know, um, they were in this weird setting. We we're trying to get them out. Someone might have died. I don't know. Uh, before we watched it. But there were moments in the episode where these characters had specific dialogue to where I thought, okay, they don't care what happens in the episode. They're hammering home what's happening with these characters. And it doesn't matter what's going on in the outer, and I don't know why I was just going to say this, but the outer rim of what's happening with the characters, more focusing on the dialogue between Hunter and Crosshair or the line that tech has against crosshair or Wrecker says, Hey, we still would have taken you back or mm -hmm. like, it's so focused on them rather than the overall story. And I think that's why we felt underwhelmed because we're typically used to a season finale being like this big, huge event. Well, yeah. We've right? been speculating who's going to die. Exactly. Like we, we've been, we, we have these expectations and that's, that's our fault because we get things like Mando or Clone Wars or Rebels or even stuff happening with like the MCU, right? With those with those episodes even being big as well. But Dave Filoni flips it and is like, look, I know what you're looking for, but I love these characters so much. This show is about the characters, not the story. I'm going to give you an episode that is solely based on these characters that we started out with one last time together. Because really, this almost felt like the final hoorah for the Bad Batch. The core center of the Bad Batch, the five of them, I think this will be the last time we ever see them on, and they weren't on the same page, but on the same page trying to stay alive. Because now, it's clear, Crosshair's Empire, the rest of them are on their own. Like I think it was a solidified ending of being like, okay, they're not enemies, but Crosshair will never be a member of the Bad Batch again. I agree. They definitely hammered that in. I think that he's he is not down. And like Hunter said, like that that doesn't make us enemies. They don't have to be enemies. No, but but Crosshair will never be a part of the team ever again. No, I think the closest he will ever be, in my opinion, to being a part of them in that team would be if like he sacrificed himself for them to get away or like i almost feel like that thing might be out the window though now wait what that crosshair might sacrifice himself for the team i feel like that chance is gone now 
So you think he's just going to be coming for them? I don't think he'll be coming for them, but I don't what think else are we going to be doing then. Who says we have to see him? Mm. Who says we have to see him? Like he made his decision. He very well could just go off in the empire. And that's all we ever know about him is that he's now Imperial. And now it focuses on the four plus Omega. Uh, I don't know. Cause I don't see more of him though. I do too. I, trust I, me. I would want to, but I don't think the empire is just going to let a clone float around in their ranks. That's I know, that's, man. I mean, there's definitely disdain for them. The clones. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. Honestly, like I, I, it's sad because it kind of almost like when I think about this episode, I'm kind of like, I don't really care either. Like, Oof. yeah, this series was, if I had to grade, like see it, save it, skip it. Like we used to do. I would, I would be between save it or skip it. Oof. Yeah. That's harsh. I'm going to say it's true. I'm I would have agreed, Jake. The the problem is they did it again. Right when the engine started in the ship, you saw Crosshair like try to resist looking back, like almost like a no. Was there a party that thought he was gonna get on the ship? And that oh, was yeah. the end of it? Yeah. I, I love so. that your thought... background is a dog park right now. Yeah. Man. It I mean it's you know. <laughs> No, Good. I thought I thought he really turned the page and like was starting fresh, you know, when he decided to not snipe Hunter and like you know pull Omega out of the water. I was like, okay, that was a great man. moment. That was a yeah. great moment. I legitly thought that he was like, you're not allowed to go get her. Like and they had their guns drawn. Yeah, on him, they were ready to fire. And then I was like, right at the last second, I went, oh, he's gonna save her. Oh, hi, I think. I think that plays a big part in Crosshair's character, right? This whole time he's been so hellbent on the fact that the Bad Batch never came back for him, right? They never returned or they never accepted him for what he was doing and they kind of turned on him. And then like, what if, what if like up until that point he was set on joining them, right? But then he turns around and he sees Echo Tech and Hunt or uh, uh, Wrecker all have their guns drawn on him. And he goes, okay, they're never going to accept me ever again. I mean, we'll never know, but like, what if up until that point, that was like what was going to happen until the Bad Batch, as they should have, drew their guns and he turns around and says, well, if you're going to draw your guns on me, why would I ever return to you? Like, why, why would I trust you or become part of this ever again? I mean, can you blame them? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. But I'm, I'm just kind of like hypothetically thinking and like trying to start a conversation about like no Oscar's mindset yeah. through the whole episode because it was, I'll be honest, it was slowly getting to a point where I was starting to believe that he was going to be a part of it at the end of the episode. Um, yeah. Especially after Omega's... Uh, Ugh, her line? Yeah, well, and I'm forgetting... It, don't forget that they're your brother in your mind as mine also. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, there's also, and then she also said something oh. else. Um, when they were sitting in the room underwater, she said something to him that was like super oh, harsh. Like, it, some, some, it was something about her not 
she ha- he hated being there. But uh, you never like this place. I'm gonna watch the episode again on, on mute to find out what it's, exactly. Uh, she <laughs> she said like you never liked this place, did you? And um, there now later on she was like they're still your brothers. Um, I don't know, but that that brother like don't forget they're still your brothers and your mine also. I went oh oh heart punch like when she said that i was just like oh that's i because honestly sometimes i forgot like that she she, that's technically like true is she's related to him too like it it was one of those things that i just glanced over it didn't really cross my mind i was like oh yeah i guess that is kind of true too um yeah although i I found it very interesting that she is a lot older than them. It's I like, love does that. Does she not age? No, she, no, she, she ages like a normal person. Like a normal yeah. Person. She's normal age. They're just, they, clones, they speed up their age. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so, so this is the line I'm talking about. I'm sorry to, to stall the conversation, but she said, she said, I I wanted to believe that the inhibitor, inhibitor chip was making you do this. And I was That's wrong. It. Yeah. That line, I was like, yeah. oh, oh, gut, gut punch. Total gut punch. Like that no, was that's wrong. not a gut punch. That's a heart punch. Well, same thing. Whatever. Same thing. Crosshair yeah. doesn't have a heart, so it's a gut punch. Gut takes the wind out of you. A heart punch hits you in the heart. Crosshair doesn't have a heart, so it's a gut punch. Yeah, he does. It's just no, really small. No, it's it's non-existent. And black. Um, But yeah, I mean, look, so... There's not really like a whole lot to discuss about this. We talked about some things. Is there anything else that that, any, that either you guys want to bring up as far as conversation? I mean, uh, just Nala says exit. Yeah, at the very end. The, I mean, and it's we got a, a little tease for the Mandalorian, right? With Doctor mm-hmm. Pershing, same outfit, same logo, same same side, uh, and so clearly uh the division was already there before nala say but she's kind of the one that kickstarted it all for the empire and do you know what we're talking about yeah yeah the okay. the very end yeah which yeah. is but do you I- know what who that like person like do you remember that outfit showing up in mandalorian. Uh, mandalorian do you remember so you know the guy that was uh that wanted grogu to test on him and do stuff it was like the second or third episode. So in the first season, Geo, uh, um, Mandalorian is sent after Grogu, and the gentleman played by oh my god, why am I forgetting his name? Um, the main guy? No. The client? So the who plays the client? Well, Werner Herzog. So yeah. Werner Herzog in season one, he plays a character named the client, and there's a doctor that works for him called Doctor Pershing, and he has um, glasses. Yeah. Oh, and- is that when uh so he takes Grogu into the facility mm-hmm. but then decides to rescue Grogu yes. and break out? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So the yeah, doctor yeah. is wearing the same exact outfit as the character talking to Nala Say in the final moments of this episode. Nala Say being the clone that long neck Kaminoan. Yeah. The yeah. the Sue looking. I don't yeah. know. I, I I don't. I I know it'll never happen, but I love the way that the Empire Imperial facility was set inside those mountains. Super badass. Yeah. Like the I, I will never see that planet again, probably. But I would love to see it. Um, ah! I don't know. 
I don't. I don't think we'll go that. I would have been surprised if he if he goes to see finds an abandoned facility like that and walks through it. Well, like, it depends on how nice much Grogu's creepy. involved. Because right now Grogu's not involved in the Mandalorian, so it's it's still Empire, but like, it's all baloney too. So yeah, I mean it's it. definitely possible, but I don't know if we'll ever see that exact planet. Um, but that's it's it's a cool connection. Right, because this takes place right after episode three, so this is about thirty years in the future is when we see uh, Doctor Pershing um, with with the uniform and everything, and uh, it's a cool little call back, but forward, I guess you can say call, call for call forward. foreshadowing, fast foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There's the reason we brought Geo, on. and we don't show. even have the English major here. Yeah, that's why we brought Geo on this show. There we go, foreshadowing. Wow. Um, but yeah, that was that that was probably I mean, I was expecting to see it, but when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. And I'm happy they showed that. Cause I and I have a feeling, I mean, I would love to see it, but I, I would love to see her back in season two and maybe her story fleshed out a little bit with the cloning and everything. I would love to see her in the Mandalorian. Yeah. If she's alive, yeah. I would love to see a Kaminoan in live action. Like a full on like conversation live action, not Practical I'm, effect cameo into Yeah, not an in the background type thing. Yeah, and to hear them talk like, in the, like oh, that'd be so cool. We'll do a casting table for Nala here. <laughs> for the twenty minutes she'll be in the episode for the boys. Yeah, yeah, until they kill her, like yeah. literally. Um, yeah, I, 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 this man Filoni is weaving some massive threads connecting uh things to this mandalorian timeline that's going on right now like he went back almost as far as you could possibly go in live action essentially i mean there's only one movie that goes further back than what this guy just did so he's made he's weaving some major connections um um so you know it's definitely not a coincidence especially that suit being the exact same thing with the patch uh that ain't no coincidence uh that's years in the making Mm -hmm. so i think it's a pretty strong safe bet that the, some bit of this is going to play into the future, whether that's a live action Omega showing up, uh, n- uh, Nala say, uh, something, something from this is going to play into the, um, the future. Freaking Tamir, Mer- Tamir Morrison's going to play like 19 characters by the time. <laughs> and he'll never have to work again. Yeah. Yeah, he he's has a play. lifetime contract with Disney. Yeah. He's about to play like five, ten clones, Boba Fett, uh, which to me, he Boba Fett is locked at coming in next season. Uh, so, I don't oh, know. You mean, you mean for Batch? Bad Batch. Yeah. I agree. Um, but yeah. I mean, there really wasn't much to it this episode other than the ending of Crosshair uh, choosing to not be with them and um, 
Nalase starting the si- the cloning division of the Empire, which just saying that kind of like gets me excited, like thinking there's a whole like clone division of the Empire that no one ever knew about. Like, that's cool. Give me a book on that. Gio, any thoughts? Uh, speaking of clones, how was it like seeing that shot of what was it like the the embryos? Oh yeah, the pod being underwater. Yeah, and Omega looking and dude, the the destruction. Like <laughs> they burned that into your mind. Like yeah, the amount of like you said, like the amount of long shots where they were just like, look at your childhood dying, like. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it kept showing the surface on fire. Yeah. Your childhood's sinking slowly to the yeah, death. Yeah, I mean, we saw it last week, and then we saw it again this week, specifically with with where the clones were born. Um, you know, going through some of the biggest uh, rooms, I guess you could say, for what we know of Camino. Um, visually, it's an incredible looking show. Just like we talked about with Clone Wars, it's visually stunning. I think they did a great job with how everything looked. It, this was an extremely dark episode. Uh, yeah. It was hard to see something sometimes. Um, as my dogs are playing in the background, um, but uh, yeah, it's I I know that it was a very interesting episode as far as the season finale goes, but I did enjoy it. I was underwhelmed because I had expectations, but I thought that I well, I think that it could be a good segue into what happens next. Um, I expect that season two will probably pick up very very soon after whatever happens now, finding out how Crosshair got off, what happened to him in the Empire. Where the batch goes, do they go back to Sid? Do they go on their own? Do they meet up with Rex? I mean, what what are the possibilities there? Um, and so it's it's going to be very interesting. We have a long ways to go, obviously, and there's so much Star Wars coming out when season two is due. So we don't exactly know when it is supposed to come out because uh, I doubt they'll put two out at once. Um, because plus the MCU stuff, like they're going to have to coordinate some things. Uh, but I'm I'm interested. I'm definitely interested in seeing where it goes. And I think that the destruction of Camino means that the batch is a little bit more free to do what they need and want, uh, whether it's going back to being mercenaries, going to meet up with Rex, whatever the, the possibility Empire is. technically doesn't even know if they're alive, right? Exactly. They're, they're, so, they're I mean, they're, they're, well, Crosshair will let them know if when he gets picked up. Will he? I think he'll get, I, I think so. I think so. But, oh. uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. I mean, there's there's a lot of possibilities, obviously, but I think that the batch is officially clear and free of any binds that they had in this season, and they're going to be able to go do whatever they want now. I think next season you're going to see a lot of familiar faces. I think so, too. A lot more than this season. A lot of characters you have seen before. Dryden Voss is for sure showing up. Calling it now. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of... Crime lords, probably um, syndicates, if you will. Boba Fett, for sure. Cad Bane. Cad Bane will be back. I would. Have, I have a feeling a hut will be there in some capacity. The huts you know, are always there. Yeah, you can almost guarantee some some hut, maybe zero. <laughs> I'm kidding. Please don't give me zero. No, please don't do zero. Um. Yeah, give give us. I I wouldn't mind some bounty hunters. Well, we'll definitely get Fennec Shand. Oh, Fennec, yeah, that's we'll a good. We'll definitely one. get Cad Bane. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll probably have uh Boba Fett. Um, 
I'm trying Ooh. to think of some others from like the Clone Wars era. Give me Aura Singh. I mean, we could see someone like Beckett. What if Beckett showed up in some capacity? That'd be kind of cool. Well, uh, young Lando. That'd be fun. Um, Aura Singh would be badass. That'd be fun. Uh, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of possibilities with the time era. It all just depends on where the story goes. Yeah, with this time era, there's a lot of like... Not, I don't want to say unused, but like a lot it's, of. It's really the unknown. It's like this unknown period. Well, there's a lot of characters that aren't like important enough that you would like have a show for them or put them in a movie or something that they can easily dump into this time frame just to like be like, hey, look, it's so and so. Yeah. And for us nerds to be like, oh my God, there's whoever. Um, so, Krennic's definitely possible. That's actually not a bad. Krennic's a, that's a really good call because when everybody was taking him seriously, you know that. I mean, look, we. What if we saw Galen Urso? I mean, yeah. we know that at this point in time, he was Ooh, he, saw, he was, saw. Already, he was working go. on the Death Star, right? He he was he was the one building the Death Star with Krennic. That's definitely a great call, Geo. I mean, those are okay. if we take if we go the route where we see a lot more of the Imperial story, which I think is possible. Um, I think that's a really good call. Maybe even that's Vader popping up call. once or twice. Because well, we saw, um, oh, what's his name? God, Forrest Whitaker played him. Oh, Saw Guerrero. We saw yeah. him early. I mean, it was in like one episode, but you know, so. I'm looking I, would, I would love to see, I would love to see, because at this point, like in this hat, it, it has to happen where the batch goes to meet up with Rex. You'll probably see Hera again too, by the way. So yeah, probably. I, if the batch does, in fact, like try it out with like the rebellion or what is forming as the rebellion, um, and say they get involved a little bit with them, and then maybe something happens where they split at one point. I would love to see how Saw Guerrero and his partisans split from the rebellion. How that happened, because they were not on good terms for a very long time. Mm -hmm. uh, Saw was part of them, and then he went to he be, kind of became an extremist, and they all cut ties. At this point, we know that they are working together. Um, I would love to see how that all happens. That means seeing Mon Mothma, uh, seeing Saw Rex, like just the kind young, of beginnings of the Empire. Young Leia. Uh, I would probably bet on seeing Bale more than Leia. You could That's still insane. see her as an adolescent, though. No, it's possible, but as far as involvement, it would probably be. Oh, yeah, involvement. Yeah, no. Yeah. I just meant like C. Because right now, Leia is like not She's even like, a year old. Yeah. She's like That's what I meant. Like, she would, like, maybe Bale's like, oh, by the way, this is my daughter. Or maybe we see a hologram of Bale and he's holding young Leia or something. Yeah. Like, something like that. Yeah. I mean, I I think it would kind of be cool to see, like, a non Jedi practicing ish Ahsoka, just literally like a wandering. Well, she's, she's working with them. Yeah. So, and obviously she has in contact with Rex. We know via her novel that she's in contact. Oh, give me Callus. Give me Agent Callus. Callus would be a good one as well. That'd be a cool, having David or Yellow back to voice that character would be fun. Hmm. There's a lot of options this time. There, really, we're just kind of spitballing here, but there really are a lot of options. We're going so. through the whole catalog of characters. Seriously, yeah. seriously. We're literally naming every single character that is possible. Yeah, during this, this period. 
Chewy. But see, that's that's what we're saying. Like the possibility is there. It's open to kind of just like whatever now, mm-hmm. um, because it is the formation still, depending on when they start of the empire. So like, you could still have whoever show up. Um, yeah. Sorry, give my me, right now. So. Give me Scar Squadron. I mean, look, the possibilities are endless. Yeah, it's anything. anything. I'm literally literally just kind of naming every single character that is literally possible to show up in season two. Uh, And we have no idea what it's about. Um, All right, let's wrap this up, gentlemen. Final thoughts on this episode. We'll get to the season later on. Maybe we'll even do a a season recap. That way we can get Jacob on because I know Jacob had to skip out about halfway through the season. Uh, So just final thoughts on this episode and kind of – just quickly before we get into specifics later on about the season overall. Gio, I'll start with you. One of my favorite moments, and thank you, Dave Filoni. You introduce us to a droid, a droid that is fun, somebody that we care about, and then they die. They didn't do that this time. Finally. They saved the droid. Thank, thank you God. for not doing that again. And it was yeah. all Omega. It was all yeah. Omega. Yeah. Crosshair too. Crosshair too. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I'm gonna give her credit over him. I will. I will agree with Jake. Um, I I appreciate how it was character focused. Felt a little bit anticlimactic because, like Jake, I too had my expectations high, but I'm not gonna not watch season two. And I 100%. think Star Wars fans will definitely watch season two. Um, so let's, uh, stay patient and see, see where it goes. I'm curious to see what announcements they'll have at Star Wars Celebration next year. Yeah, for real. For real. Which we'll be at, Jake. We will be at. Gio, you gotta get on that. You gotta try and get in. You gotta try and get in with us, man. Hey, I got hotel discounts again. You gotta, hey. you gotta try. You gotta try, Gio. You gotta try. Okay. Um, Brian, what about you? Final thoughts? I mean, the episode was whatever. Um, you said not to talk about the whole season as a whole yet, but uh, don't say too much. The episode was okay. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I think I like the episode the most out of the panel. Um, and that's just because I like the character focus stuff. I think the Bad Batch, more so than any series we've seen, is very character-focused rather than story-focused. Um, and Dave Filoni wants to tell the stories with these specific characters the way he wants to tell them. And, hey, kudos to him for doing that. Uh, I'm excited for what the future holds. We clearly don't know a lot about Omega still, her, her capabilities. Was anyone just slightly thinking she was going to force-grab AZ? No. no? Just me? Okay. Never crossed my mind. Okay. Yeah. Never crossed my mind. <laughs> um uh, so we'll learn. We'll definitely get a lot more on her next year and uh, or next season, I should say. And then whatever happens with the batch, and I, I'm looking forward to it. Just like I mentioned, they're free of their binds at the moment, uh, from what we know, anyway. Uh, so that leaves some exciting possibilities for their future. Uh, and the show's not slowing down anytime soon. They're probably going to do at least two seasons, if not three. Uh, it's probably being made right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, that's going to wrap up the Fandalorian Club, everyone, uh, for a while. For a while. Uh, like I said, we might jump on uh, next week or the week after. 
to talk with Jacob as well, kind of get his perspective on a lot of things because he wasn't able to join us for most of it. Um, and why not do a random Fandalorian just to talk about it? Uh, but you will not see the show on a regular basis until we get the Book of Boba Fett, uh, which is in December. And December really isn't that far away. Um, Remember when we were like, oh, my God, yeah, we have it, to wait. It's really it's not like that far away. Um, but so the Fando, Fando will be back when Book of Boba Fett is, is back, uh, when that returns. Uh, and if we do a random one here and there, maybe a preview for that, that show, uh, maybe some other announcements, stuff like that. But on a regular basis, on Fridays, you will not see it back until then. Uh, the show will stick to Fridays because it is official Marvel's Wednesdays. Star Wars is Fridays on Disney+. Plus. And so we'll be back here every every Friday afternoon slash evening uh, for your, your Star Wars geek pleasure. So um, make sure you guys are bookmarking, subscribing, liking, commenting, sharing, all that good stuff. Uh, we really appreciate all the support. Love and talking Star Wars here on the channel. Um, and yeah, for the whole crew here, Brian, Gio, and myself, we are the Fandalorian Club. Make sure you guys are checking out everything Apocalypse movies. Uh, and uh, thank you guys so much for the support. We'll see you guys next time. And may the force be with you.